Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. And today is a Cosmic Queries Primate Edition. And we've got an anthropologist who specializes in primate behavior right in studio with us with Natalia Reagan. Hello. Hey. How are you? Natalia. She, you like your me. brand new one of our Star Talk All-Stars. I'm very excited. Welcome. Thank Welcome you. to the club. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Chuck Nice. Hey. It was good to have you as my co-host. Of course. Uh, donning a, a Einstein t-shirt. Indeed. Very nice. Yes. And and Diary. and lately, you, you're 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 your host of playing with science. That's correct. Uh, with a new spinoff of new Star spin-off Talk. Of Star Talk. And, and you know why we spun this off? I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Because we did Star Talk on all manner of topics, and some of them would be sports. And the sports ones had their own following. That's right. And we said, let's 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 feed, feed them. <laughs> let's feed those sportsters. Feed them. That's right. Just so, just give them all they want. Yes. And, and me so, and Gary yeah. O'Reilly, who yeah. is a uh, former. Footballer, yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, yeah you, uh, a Brit footballer, Brit footballer, as they say, or as my daughter calls it, feetball. Feetball, good. Because <laughs> football is an American sport, so yeah, she yeah. calls feetball. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we we get into all manner of uh, science as it relates to sports. It's really cool. And I, I wanted to rename football because no, hardly anyone puts their foot on it. Isn't yeah. it funny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they so should. What would it, you call it? Armball. Armball. Arm well, because yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. You catch it, you run with you it. Catch yeah, it, yeah. you run with it. It's armball. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I thought this through. <laughs> Right. So this is Cosmic Queries Primate Edition. So Natalia, yes. you, you've hung out with primates? I have. Non-human primates? Presumably also human primates. Human primates as well. They're, you know, I, I tolerate them. You're but, okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, I actually studied spider monkeys. I studied a critically endangered subspecies of spider monkey called the Azuero spider monkey in Panama. Whoa. Um, I did, I, my main focus was conservation. So I actually was doing uh, a census. The same year that we had our census in 2010, mm-hmm. I was in Panama counting spider monkeys. And did oh. you find that the spider monkeys were um, cooperative in filling out their census forms? They were not. They were yeah. very ornery. Like I had to chase these guys down. They threw fruit at me. They That's better than other things they could throw at you. No. <laughs> you know, everybody asks. Uh, everybody asks. Do they throw their poop? And I'm like, why would they poop in their hand and throw it? And all they have to do is just gently position their bottom Right over your head, oh. and just that's what that's what we call getting baptized. Oh, no when you get baptized in, pre, uh, in primatology. It's it's either so poop wait or a minute. Pee. You mean there they like uh, here we have birds that do that on your shoulder. There you have monkeys. Yeah, yeah. I'm never going. Yeah, it's it's uh, you got <laughs> yeah spiders and you got howlers and the fun, fun, funny thing is the diet you know. Uh, Whatever you eat affects what kind, whatever yeah. comes out. And you know? they eat a lot of fruit. So yes, yeah. We talked about how spider monkeys are frugivores. They uh, that's their preferred food is fruit. And right. howler monkeys are folivores, meaning they eat they leaves. leaves. And their poop stinks. I'm just telling you. Yeah, you can smell them. What kind of a vore are they? Uh, folivore. What does that mean? They eat leaves. Folivore. Folivore. Mm-hmm. Folivore. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now, uh, and what if they're from Brooklyn and they eat a lot of kale? Ooh, <laughs> are they a hipster boar? I was going to say, like, I'm yeah, they're boar. just a hipster. Are, I don't think isn't kale leaves? <laughs> right. Right, yeah, exactly. that's true. They're Kales a folivore. Somebody's leaves, <laughs> what we call kale. Right. Kale, yeah. No, uh, I, yeah. So And so you worked among them. Did you become one with them? I wish, man. They, are you I, the Jane Goodall of spider, spider monkeys? monkeys? Well, the funny thing is, I God, I wish. No, I, I know some great spider monkey researchers that would... I, 
probably should take that particular role. But spider monkeys are called the chimpanzees of the new world because their social behavior is a lot like chimps as far as they have big groups and they fission off into smaller groups. And uh, as far as fission. Fission. Yeah, physics word. Yeah, it's a good fission. physics word. My duty to call it. Yes, exactly. Like like uh-huh. uh, and to fusion. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. They fuse together in a sleeping tree at the end of the night and then they fission off to go eat and you know, find food elsewhere. Uh, kind of like how chimps do. They'll have a big group and they'll go off mm-hmm. into smaller groups. And isn't it true? Uh, people don't want to believe this, but I think it's true. I read it on the internet. So oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that chimps and humans are more genetically... Chimps and humans are more genetically alike than either chimps or humans are genetically related to the the monkeys. Well, it's it's the, the common ancestor. Uh, our common ancestor was um, more recent between chimps and humans, mm-hmm. and as far as the you have to go timeline. farther back in time yes, to get the, the common ancestor between the common ancestor we had with chimps and all the rest of the monkeys. All the other monkeys wow. around. And does that primates the, with tails? Does old that, world monkeys and apparently some new world monkeys? New old, yeah, new world monkeys. New world monkeys, uh, and those those are the only ones, by the way. Uh, is you, that all the great apes? Is, uh, is, well, do, chimp, uh, do chimps like so orangutans? And all those as well. Great Let's make the family. list. The great ape list. Who is great it? Great apes. There's chimps. There's bonobos. Bonobos. There's orangutans, which are those those sexy ginger redheads in the Southeast Asia. You know what orangutans look like. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just. There's a whole movie series with orangutans. Exactly. With what's his face? Uh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. What was it? Was called uh, any which way, uh, but any which way, but up. But and but loose and anyway, but, which, the whole series. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's why we know orangutans. Yes, and according good, to good, Bill Maher, we have one as president. Oh man, I wouldn't. I I don't know. I feel like that's really giving orangutans a bad rap. Oh. Oh, that's Damn. a burn. Yeah, no, that was they, rough. Yeah, I mean, that was rough. yeah, he has the flanges because the male orangs have the flanges. Correct. Um, oh yeah, like yeah. the big but giant jowls. This the is jolly a cheeks. wider cheek. This right. is yeah. These are the actually oh, sure. the pads right yeah. here. Those are like the the big call them flanges. Flanges. Right. Nice. Hey, baby. It's nice their face. Flanges. Yeah, it's their face. And you know what that comes from? The mama orangutan is going such a good boy. <laughs> 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 what a good boy. <laughs> well, an interesting. The Greek, right? Oh, baby. <laughs> The right. They got to do it equally, or else you're just gonna have like one giant right. weird flange. So, do we have the full list? No, no. we don't. So go ahead. Uh, so, uh, well, ahead. actually, those uh, of the great apes, it's humans, uh, 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 humans, gorillas. We didn't get gorillas. Right. Chimps, bonobos. Right. And then, uh, and and the orangs are the the southeast. Tanks. And how about the, the lesser the baboons? Baboons or monkeys? What? Oh, look at that! What? Wait, I thought no. they don't—they don't have tails, though, do they? Well, some—I mean, they have a little bit of a tail. Not—I mean, like they're stump-tailed macaques, which don't have tails, but they are monkeys. Yes, they are macaques. Monkeys, right? Yeah. So those—they're not part of the. Yeah, they're not. I was part in of South Africa. Yeah. And I, I eating something out on a porch, <laughs> right? In the in the game park. Uh huh. And I would turn around and come back. Baboon stole my bacon <laughs> right off my plate. See? Waited for me to not look. Damn. Waited for you. Waited for me to not look. That's a monkey. That's an ape. <laughs> <laughs> they are smart very and they crafty. are yeah very crafty. And they, they there's actually great footage if you Google it of of an uh, not a ring uh, of a baboon taking down a flamingo. They actually will hunt and and kill and eat flamingos. Wow. And it's it looks make like some a, good eating. Yeah, <laughs> mm, probably tastes like shrimp because they eat them. They eat a lot of shrimp. That's, why, that's why they're they're so that's pink. The color. Yeah, but yeah. And then there's the lesser apes. Oh, by the way, I was gonna throw in that. So great apes. Don't you be discriminating apes? Yeah, I know it's because. They're diminutive what are the size. Apes? Gibbons. 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 Well, gibbons, and then also there's sea amongs, which are a, a, a 
part of that group, but they're right. a little bit different. They have the throat sack. Mm -hmm. They are extremely loud. So howler monkeys, which I was sh kind of showing you that call before we started filming. Um, well, don't just share it with okay. us. Now you have. Now that you brought right. it up, so well, I studied you have to do it. I studied spider monkeys, but there are also a lot of howler monkeys where I worked. And okay. howler, monkey. howler. Yeah. So they howl. But the, the, you'll hear. It's not so much of a howl. It sounds more of like somebody clearing their throat in the morning, but yeah. very so loud. You know how to call a howler. Monkey. I call howler monkeys. Okay. Sometimes they call back. Okay, let, yeah. let, let's hear. Sometimes they don't, and I'm let's, sad. Let's go. Okay. <clears throat> Sound like Eddie Murphy laughing. <laughs> wait, wait. So, so does this make them horny or something? What? What? Are, are you? Have you checked the book on that sound? You know, I, no matter what you're doing to them. The translation guide. The Google Translate's not that great. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's it's that's how they wake up in the morning and they'll just kind of let one group know, like, hey guys, we're here. Oh, we're so it's here. a wake up thing. It's like, not, well, right? not, not just. Well, they do it in the morning. It's like, their morning show. So if you I travel to Central America or or uh, South America, any area or you know Southern Mexico. Uh, where they have howler monkeys, a lot of people hear them in the morning, like 5 a.m., and they're like, what the hell is that? Like, right. what is that? They think it's a jaguar. They think they're, like, getting attacked it's by something. It's just you it's a little, <laughs> on spring break. It's a, yeah, right? In Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just this little monkey making its loud, and they have these, you know, great throat sacks, and they're the fall of wars. So what they do is they let people, or let people, they let the other uh, howler monkeys know, hey, guys, we're over here, just just so you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and they kind of communicate that way. So, so I read, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, that we speak, we have the power to create language mm -hmm. because of a genetic defect in whatever it is that would makes apes make sounds. That's what I, 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 I read. I actually that do recently. not know that. I'm going to have to okay. look that up. Yeah. No, I will. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because that actually, I yeah, mean. A, a genetic mutation. It's a, a single yeah. mutation. One single mutation. That, that enables us, us Separates us and allows us to speak. Right. That's, well, that's awesome. That is really. It allows us to then communicate more complex ideas. Right. Figure out how to put it in a book. So now you don't have to know everything in order to move civilization forward. Absolutely. You can stand you can on the shoulders back. of those who came before you. Yeah. Well, there's been, you know, looking at uh, speech, if, if Neanderthals actually were able to talk, and, and they're, uh, there's a great special where they actually, um, they think that they might have been able to, but it, because of the way their, um, uh, the vocal cords or the, 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 just the morphology of their, um, right. uh, their, uh, uh, throat was they basically had this fairly high pitched voice. It would have oh, so been very nasally and very uh, Mike, Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to get punched, so yeah. he said it, not me. And that's <laughs> why they went extinct. <laughs> Absolutely, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, it didn't intimidate anybody. It's, it's right? great. It's, it's great. I'm so glad that we got together like this. <laughs> It's awesome. Oh God! It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a high pitch with a with a with a list. With a list. list, right? That's the oh Neanderthal. That's the Neanderthal. Yeah. So, Chuck, you got questions on on this topic on primates. We, on primatology. We right. have came in through the internet from Facebook and uh, and other sources. Yeah. Absolutely. So bring it on. Okay. So here we go. Let's I'll defer uh, everyone because I don't know I don't know jack about you know. I mean, other than humans being apes ourselves. Right. You know more than the average bear. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, that's, that's but then I don't know very many bears that know a lot about primates, so maybe maybe that wasn't a good... You know more than the average primate. There you go. <laughs> okay. So what do you got, Chuck? Uh, let's start off with Jared Kellogg coming to us from Facebook, and Jared says this, are primates still evolving? 
are there findings that show human intervention, whether habitat change, food change, etc., has changed how they interact with each other and with us? Nice question. So that's Great a very question. good question. Um, well, first of all, everything's still evolving. No, nothing, nothing has stopped. We're still evolving. Humans are. Um, and as far as uh, monkeys and apes, yes. I mean, in fact, we talk about. Um, well, I have a rebuttal to that. Sure. Okay. Should I wait, or 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 should I put it in right now? You can put it in right now. Right now. So my rebuttal oh. to that. So so I, I agree that there's all, evolution is always a force at work, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you're speciating. And here's here's yeah. here's here's my point. You can you can split a species, strand both branches from one another. Now they can move independently. You come back in a million years, they're different. Right. I get that. Yeah. Okay. But right now, all humans all over the world can make babies. And oh, are. yeah. Now, if we're all making babies, sure. then we are not stranding any one branch of ourselves. No. Right. And if we're all making babies at all times, doesn't that ossify who and what we are in the tree of life? Yeah. Because we have the coelacanth that hasn't changed for well, how long? Millions. Millions, millions, millions of years. Which roach, I don't think, has changed for they much. thought was extinct, extinct, by extinct. the way. They right. thought this big old fish. Right. You got one at the Museum of Natural History in, in, a, in a cabinet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, you see that, like, the, the, the cartilaginous, bony right. remains after somebody, I don't know, they ate it, <laughs> ate the flesh. My point is yeah. that you think of a, a speciation mm-hmm. when you when you isolate branches. This is how you get sure. the exotic animals on in Australia, Madagascar, in Madagascar and Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we're not stranding ourselves, unless we put a colony on Mars, yeah. why would we think that one day we're going to be something different? Well, it's not that we're going to be something different. It's just evolution does not necessarily mean we're becoming a new species. It's just the way that we are exchanging genes uh, is causing you know perhaps different you know it's 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 uh, the genotype. Uh, Metamorphs itself, or is 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 expressed in the phenotype sometimes differently, and 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 as we are populations and, and as we're becoming this very globalized world, and, and populations are uh, mixing with other populations that didn't in the past, you know, we're going to see you know different uh, expressions, you know, whether it's you know in the way we look or the way okay, that but we'll, actually are but genetically. But we'll all have that together. Yeah, right, yeah it's not, We're not necessarily becoming a new species, and I'm not saying that chimps will become a new species as they're. You well, know, let's get back to them. So, yeah, so, so now we're mess. We're in their sure. environment. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we're spreading. Yeah. Have they, ch- do they okay. have to adapt? Uh, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, and that's kind of the, the, the idea that it's sort of adapt or, or, or die, or die yeah. out, you yeah, know? Yeah. Well, that's it. And, yeah. and that's like, we talked about briefly, um, I think last time was uh, macaques, for instance. No, last time, say that. Oh, time. sorry. Uh, uh, there's a, a species of monkey called macaques, which are really interesting because as far as a primate goes, they're the, mo- they're the second most widely distributed primate in the world, second right. to us, right. to humans. And what they're able to do is eat anything. They're right. like humans. Just we like are humans. like, yeah, we're like human little... Is that the big dividing lines? Yeah. Being able to, uh. and, and, and in fact, um, there was a really great study coming out uh, at NYU uh, a, a grad student Alec, uh, Alex uh, DeCason I hope I'm saying her last name right um, but uh, and James Hyam and uh, another researcher basically saw, found that what you eat is actually what um, is affecting brain size it's not necessarily a primate's social skills right. and so diet has a lot to do with not only um, so that, as a matter of fact there wasn't that when of course when we uh, started using fire and and then roasting meat and then getting bigger sources of protein that caused our brains to just, become larger. Yeah, but not just meat because if you think about it, uh, brains take a lot of calories to 
uh, function. And so it's not just about eating protein, but also even eating like carbohydrates, like so being able to cook tubers and roots and things right. like that. So the actual ability to eat just to uh, keep eating, yeah, eating things that are high, the hell's just keep eating in front of there, you, right? um, and, and and to thrive anywhere. Like humans are amazing. I mean, we can live in the Arctic and, right. and survive and off, mm-hmm. yeah, and do. Um, and but we can, the more specialized your diet, the more the you hardest, are in danger. The more susceptible you are, right. especially when it comes to um, interaction, like with your environment. If, say, for instance, spider monkeys, the ones that I study uh, with deforestation, uh, there's not a lot of fruit available, so oh, it's it's problematic they can for just them. Just go to Whole Foods. They can go to right exactly. <laughs> they can go hit the farm. Well, that's that's the thing is the farmers market right? in the forest. <laughs> but that that happens. Primates will actually forage on other people's you know, on, on on people's property and eat their food at, at farms, and 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 farmers will get mad and will attack and kill them oh. because they see them as a threat to their livelihood. So we're when threatening really, their livelihood. When really, we came in and took over their territory. Ooh, oh, that's cold. Yeah, it is cold. Oh, yeah, that, that ain't right. No. And it's, 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 you see it with orangutans. In fact, you know, farmers have killed orangutans in the past because of, of just them foraging for crops because they're hungry. I mean, you would do it too. Uh, we've got to eat. orangutans uh, like highly intelligent creatures. Oh yeah, I mean they're great. They're great apes, so like us, and yeah. they're 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 really good at imitation. So they'll see somebody like using a hammer and nail, and right. you look over later on, and there's the orang just sort of. You're not really necessarily hammering anything. Oh, okay. Or doing when you anything. say imitations, I thought they were like you know. Doing, oh, I thought like, they were doing impressions. Like, like here's Tyson. my Jay Leno. <laughs> 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 Imitation. <laughs> I would pay good money to see that. So, okay. so when I when I was a kid, I'm old enough to have seen Planet of the Apes in first run, first run theaters. Okay, That's how old I am. I did not see Planet of the Apes again until like 40 years later. Right. Oh my gosh, that's a deep movie. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, and in it with the best ending in the world. In it, <laughs> in it, the different lines of primates have different roles in the society. Yes. So the orangutans, if I remember correctly, they were the diplomats. The dip- and the big thinkers. And, yeah. and the big thinkers. And the gorillas were the... Security. The security guards. <laughs> okay. And, and guess who the scientists were? They were the chimpanzees. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the ones closest to the humans. To the humans, yeah. yeah. So I didn't... They were just all apes when I saw yeah. the movie. Right. The planet of the apes. Right. And so they actually did some... some thinking. Some thinking. Some some dividing and, and right. splitting. Yeah. Because I think... I mean, even in the most recent one, I remember watching it and... Because the most uh, recent uh, Planet of the Apes, of the movie. Apes movies, yes, uh, and they had uh, the same sort of you know d- the different groups of great apes. But I almost wish they could take it a step further. And I know I'm I'm just being a little too you know pointed and and you know particular. What but, would that step be? Well, that step would be because they have different social groups. So like orangutans don't usually live in social groups. They live you know it's a single mom with her infants and then a single dad, and they both are kind of like solitary. But of course that doesn't make for a very good movie if they're like where are the orangutans? But if they're ah, clever, they're if they're clever screenwriters. They could possibly build that in. Yeah. Yeah. Once you have a variation in something, yeah. do something with it. Yeah, a loner and orangutan. You talking to me? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't see anybody else here. You must be talking to me. <laughs> Brooklyn orangutan. Oh God, it's him again. Okay, that's nothing but trouble. Uh... We gotta take a break. We'll come back and we'll get a bunch more questions in on primates as the topic with our special guest Natalia Reagan. Anthropologist and primate expert when we return. We're back on Star Talk. Neil Tyson here. 
sometimes with a DeGrasse. And be- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's DeGrasse greener. Uh, yeah, DeGrasse is greener. Uh, Neil on DeGrasse. Right, right. <laughs> nice. Always good to have you as Always co-host. a pleasure. Uh, Natalia Regan. I, I keep calling Regan. It's Reagan. Natalia Regan. Okay, I'll answer to anything. <laughs> You'll answer to it. Uh, so uh, you, you're an anthropologist and you've worked in the field specializing in spider monkeys. Yes. But we assume you have some osmotic knowledge of other uh, members of the primate the community. primate world, yes. Primate universe. Yeah. The primate-averse. So uh, what do you have, Chuck? This <laughs> All right, let's jump right back Queries. into it. It's uh, Cosmic Queries. So, you know, we have your questions here. Let's uh, let's get right into it. Uh, John Clemens uh, wants to know this. He's asking you specifically, Natalia, do you have a favorite primate? Oh, gosh. I feel like I would be a total jerk if I didn't say spider monkeys. Just because you studied them, Ooh, they're pretty. Well, here I'm going to say a couple cool things. It's a lame Spider-Man. reason. That is a lame no, reason. No, 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 no. I can't no, let. No, no. no, we got it. We can't let. We can't let you off the hook just on that. Just because you wrote papers on it. Right. <laughs> what? Well, actually, spider monkeys are pretty. I think fantastic. Not okay, only do they. So have, then here it is. Yeah, yep. What distinguishes them? to make them high on your list from all the other primates? Well, okay. So I, I love the fact that, they, again, we talked about the frugivore thing, that they, right. they spider monkeys eat primarily fruit. Um, the ones that I studied in Panama were so tenacious. As far as the deforestation problem in Panama, it's bad. And I saw spider monkeys, groups living in what should be a corridor between two huge fragments, living in just the corridor. So they were able to scrap together a, a living, and by living I mean food, uh, and and still had infants, you know, uh, on their back and on their front, you know, I, I one and I two. It's, those are the different stages of infancy. Um, and so they were still able to, to, to make it in this really degraded... So they reorganized their civilization to still survive in Basically. spite of what humans are doing. Yes. And they also, so like one of the cool... Actually, uh, they're working on nuclear weapons. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> A spider monkey with the codes. With I would the just, codes, oh, the launch codes. Oh God. That's and they have, they have the prehensile tail, so all they had to do is just kind of like Prehensile means it can grip. It can actually right? prehensile, and only New World monkeys, by the way, have that, uh, and not all of them. Only a few do. Mm-hmm. But um, also, I, this is an interesting fact: spider monkeys. Be the judge of that. <laughs> uh, I think you'll like it. Uh, female spider monkeys have the hypertrophic clitoris. I don't know what that means. Right? Yeah, exactly. I know what one of those words is. Right? Yeah. The other one, I don't know what the word is. Yes, so I it- certainly don't know. <laughs> I certainly know what hypertrophic means. What is this other word you said? <laughs> Should I get a map? Does someone need a map? <laughs> well. So, so what is, so these are spider monkeys. These are spider monkeys and females. Female spider monkeys. Yes, they have. It basically looks like almost an index finger f- hanging down. It's a dangler. Uh, it's a pseudo penis and it looks like it w- would be, I, the first time I ever saw a female spider monkey, I thought, oh, those are some male spider monkeys right. to which I was told no. No, 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 no. So these were, so hypertrophic means bigger. Yeah, well, it's extending from the body. Extending from the body. That's it, yeah. Okay. Wait, what is the purpose of a a hypertrophic clitoris? clitoris. A dangling clitoris? You know, that's the thing is it's, there's not, there's there's different ideas of what that could be, but there's no actual... accepted theory about why there is the hypertrophic clitoris. Uh, one of them is that it, it makes it easy to identify females from a far distance because it really does. I mean, it helps us researchers. I know from if I have binoculars, right. I see it the, the dangler. So what does the, um, what does the male penis do then? The male penis actually, I mean, it's actually not too, not too shabby itself. I actually have seen some copulations in the field. And by the way, spider monkeys have very long copulations for, compared to for other. Star talk. Yes. I was after hours. Say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to monkey porn. Monkey right? Porn. <laughs> so no. Uh, you know they have very long copulations. Because I actually had to write an entry in the um, primatological encyclopedia that's coming out on intromission pattern and copulatory posture, which is basically monkey sex positions. Right. The layperson. 
person. But I had to talk about how long spider monkeys will engage, and it's usually on the upwards of like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, they can be for a very long time. Well, I have to... Uh, oh, That's the, wow, yeah. look at that. That right there is a hy- hyena uh, pseudopenis. That's a female. And That's a female hyena right there. That's a clitoris, there. and actually hyenas give birth through... Um, their clitoris. So and for those of you it. who are do not have the benefit of StarTalkAllAccess.com, right now we are looking at a picture that is up on the screen. It is a female hyena who is uh, gestating right now. She's pregnant and she has a hypertrophic Clitoris. Clitoris, yeah. And and the clitoris doubles as the birth canal. Yeah. I mean, that. Oh. so when men say, like, oh, I could never have a child because, how could you imagine, you, you know, giving birth through a urethra? Meet the hyena. <laughs> that uh, can't feel great. Okay. Well, maybe it does. Maybe, I, yeah, you're right. You know, maybe, maybe, yeah, right? right? Maybe, maybe it's like, whoa. Maybe that's nature's Woo. reward for them. Hey. I'm just saying. Hey. Right, right, right. Okay. So, so, Spider-Man. Oh, so she's giving some arguments there. I'm going to give you okay. some okay. arguments. All right. All right. All right. We'll great, All right. Well, great, let's guys. move on. Let's, uh, let's go to um, uh, Juko Vananen. Or Van Nennen. Okay. From Helsinki, Finland. Uh, What's your guess? Uh, Are there primates in the Trappist-1 system? That's to you, Neil. And I think he just wants... He's just trying to find a way to get to to ask you about Trappist-1. That's... (laughs) So the uh, Trappist-1 is a star system. Mm -hmm. It has seven recently discovered Earth-like planets, three of which are orbiting in the Goldilocks zone, okay. where there's not too hot, not too cold, mm-hmm. you can sustain liquid water. That's about all we know right now. Mm-hmm. These planets do cross the front, the surface of, the, cross between us and our sight line to the host star. Mm-hmm. There's a cottage industry ready to blossom, where we will study the ingredients of the atmospheres of these planets That's so cool. by analyzing the light of the host star as it passes through that atmosphere. And so then you can say, oh, does it have oxygen? Is there methane? Is there any of this other stuff? So, so what we don't know, we can't look at the surface yet, but we are in search of biomarkers. Okay. So what we would do to answer that question, take it seriously, is we would ask you, Natalia, is there any effect that primates have on their atmosphere so that when we study the chemical composition of the atmosphere, we can say, it's got primates. Mm-hmm. That would be the question. Wow. Because if it has methane, for example, maybe there's a farming industry because methane is a byproduct of farms. Or Mexican food. (laughs) 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 Mm, Beans. (laughs) (laughs) It is a primary ingredient of flatulence. Does it have termites? Maybe it's not uniquely implicating them, but it could be suggestive of it. So from what you know, do primates have any special impact on their atmosphere? On their environment? Well, what they do, I mean, it's not so much, I think, the atmosphere as far as... Air. Air. But, so for instance, we talked about spider monkeys eating fruit or other monkeys eating mm-hmm. fruit. That is a way, they, they are actually distributors of those seeds. So The they, same, the same they, way bees pollinate yeah. flowers, they carry the, 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 seed, the fruit and right. actually... They, they eat the whole fruit, including the seeds. Mm-hmm. But you can't digest the seeds, right? So that comes so. out, and they poop it out, and and that. So this is the plant's diabolical plan, right, to spread their seeds, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, amazing. There was one theory that I read years ago about how. Um, wait, wait. You can imagine yeah. the, the plant scientists saying, "Okay, we're going to produce this fruit. <laughs> now, how do we get it? Let's 
put it through the entire digestive system of a bear. <laughs> but we have to make the casing strong enough so it did resist the digestive things. Right. Then they'll poop it over here, poop it over there, and we can spread. Yeah. These are like. Yep. No, I actually, when I, so I hosted a, a Bigfoot show years ago uh, called Bigfoot Bounty, and we found, uh, and we'd had the contestants going out looking for biomaterials that could be Bigfoot poop, basically. And mm -hmm. there was one turd that I found. I'll never forget this turd. That is a sentence I'd never thought I would hear in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sentence. Yep. It was, was one of these never before spoken sentence. There was one go. turd I never thought I'd find that, in that my was life. Star Talk history right there. <laughs> it was a beautiful turd. It was purple. And I, I just looked at it and it was clearly a bear turd, but it was all just blackberries. It was just like, it, 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 oh. it, it was just all seed. It almost looked like it was like a, a candy confection thing, but it was a turd. I did not. Stop there. We don't hear that. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, please, whatever you do, don't ruin candy for me. <laughs> I have very few things left in my life. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Okay. Right. But as far, yeah, so seed distribution mm -hmm. and, um, you know, obviously. Well, so what we'd have to do is we would need more than the atmosphere. We would need some other uh, geographic data. Yeah. So well, also, uh, environmental DNA is very interesting. Like, they'll leave behind, like, or uh, if something, say, for instance, bites or stings them, or, well, not bite, stings, but more bites, like a blood sucking insect, we could dissect their blood meal and, and find if there are primates living Yeah, I saw in the that area. movie. Jurassic Park, I saw that. No, that's that's amber. This is actually no, no. You can do ecological surveys now like that. Okay, I'm not kidding. So they, so this is their DNA remnants from various things that happen. Well, it's just blood that's in the uh, like, say, if a mosquito bites a. Right. a that's a what I'm chip. saying. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. So your cool. DNA signature is outside of yourself. Yeah. In some way. Environmental or DNA. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. All right. That was very cool. All right, what else you got, Chuck? All right. Here we go. Let's talk about Antonio Rodriguez, who wants to know this. Are there primate hybrids? Yes. Ooh. Very good question. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> it is a very good That's question. That's an animate hybrid. There are primate hybrids. Who's been, hybrid? hybrid? Who's been hybridizing? Who's hybridizing them? Baboons. Actually, back to baboons. They do hybridize, and they all they are able to produce um, offspring. So with? Uh, with other baboons. So it's- Hold on. No, 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 we're talking oh, about. Yeah, we're no. talking about like a- a centaur. They're different, they're different spe Oh, oh God. Like a minotaur. No, <laughs> no that, that would be, oh, like that'd a, be so like weird. Like a baboon minotaur, like some kind of chimera, man. That's, I want like a chupacabra, like a baboon chupacabra. You know what's, you know what's funny? The, 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 the centaur. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. It's half horse, half man. Man. Okay. And the minotaur, this is just weird. It's, it's half man, half bull. bull. But the rear, it's a, it's, it's a human butt. Yes. It's <laughs> just weird. Yeah. It's all human up to the waist. So it's got a human butt. It's so weird. That's just, know. that's just, don't think that through. I know. But it's very top heavy too. Like I would yeah, just, I know. just like we got a little difficult, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. difficult to walk around as a minotaur. Okay. So no, but we're talking about blending genes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so are the, are the great apes close enough to one another genetically that they can crossbreed? Uh, I think that's, yeah. that's I think, I think yeah. no, no, no. And that's the thing. So baboons are able, there's multiple species of baboon that are able to do that. Okay, but we still call them all baboons. We, well, the, yeah, but they're different species of baboons. So there's, you know, the olive baboons. There's um, uh, hamadryas. There's gelata baboons, which are okay, so, but, fantastic. But, but that's not 
Interesting. I know. Okay. I get it. Um, yeah. As far as like of a chimp and a gorilla. Ch- yeah. Oh, like God. what we want is a chimp. No. A chimp or chimparilla. A chimparilla. No. That's even better. No, that that uh, having bio. I mean, I'm sure they could mate. Um, a lot of things can mate with each other, but I don't think they'd actually produce viable offspring. No. Okay. Yeah, we haven't seen that. Now, how about chimps that's, and bonobos? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, chimps and bonobos, bonobos or bonobos uh, probably could. I, they haven't seen any. I think hybrid uh, hybrids coming. Geographically, out of them. where do we find? Them. Well, that's the thing is they do have some overlap. Uh, bonobos are only in DRC, Demo- Demo- Democratic Republic of Congo, formerly Zaire. Uh, chimps are in multiple places throughout Africa, DRC. They're in um, Republic of Congo and, and just various places throughout uh, uh, in Western DRC, Andes. by the way, is a very famous wine, just so you know. Is it really? Domaine de la Romani Conti. There's too many syllables for Americans. We just call it DRC. DRC. Yeah. Wow. Is it produced? It's in Burgundy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, um, we said DRC. Yeah. I said, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good wine. <laughs> Oh. Uh, they're winemakers, bonobos. Um, that's also probably why they're making love all the time. Yeah, there you go. See? By females. They want their wine and they want their sweet love. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as them mixing with uh, chimps, I, I, I don't know of any studies that have come out. But um, there was a, a species of, uh, well, not a, it, was a, it was a chimp, uh, a group of chimps in an area of DRC that they, they were so large that they thought they could be uh, a hybrid of gorillas and chimps. It turns out they're just chimps. But, but just at the really time. Bigger chimps. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah, good yeah. friend of mine actually studied the them. They were gym memberships. They were just like, just, <laughs> yeah. dude, what are you juicing? They're, they're, they're CrossFit chimps. Right. So. They're literally juicing. They're, they're, right. they're oh my juicing God. their fruits. Yeah, they are. It's uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. All right, so give me, give me one more. You got right, yeah, for one last question. We have to one be more. Quick. Yeah. All right, so okay, that's. <laughs> That's too much there. That's too Sorry. much. All right. Uh, that one was funny. Natalia's looking over your shoulder. She yes, yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. All right. Okay. Surprise. Uh, as humans, are we progressing? No, let's forget that one. Uh, wait, 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 who, what? <laughs> okay, okay. Are, as humans, are we, Chris, Chris Schneider, as humans, are we progressing forward or are we idling with all the technology that is so easily available? In other That's words, are we going to evolve because of our technology. Like, will that turn us into different humans and thereby different, further separating us from our primate Here's what we can do. Presence. We can turn ourselves into superhumans mm-hmm. and then turn chimps into humans. <laughs> and then they can do all the human easy. work oh, and we great. can go to the Bahamas. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I, I don't, I think there's an ethical question there. That is probably uh, not a good idea. Okay. Um, no. Uh, I don't know. I was just, I was just balling <laughs> there. I don't know. Although, yeah, I don't know. I mean, chimps are really aggressive. I don't know if I want them like taking out my trash. Well, well, is there any attempt to, uh, in the in the spirit of that question, is yeah. there any attempt to modify their DNA to make them more capable of surviving their environment in chimps? one way or another? Yeah. Not that I know of, uh, okay. no. Not, I mean, like modifying their DNA? No. Right. I mean, even like the, the new gene editing we have in, in humans, like right. CRISPR, and there's a, a new one that I, uh, I read about recently that's even, you could actually inject a living person with um, edited genes that mm-hmm. are it's supposed to take effect. It worked on lab rats, but um, that's run into a lot of ethical questions. But as far as trying to change living primates to better adapt, no. It's just mostly trying to change human behavior so they can 
live longer, you know, right, right. Uh, hopefully push, you know, for instance, like in orangutans with deforestation, we're trying to get people not to use palm oil because that's a big problem there. So things like that. We're mm. trying to amend our behavior rather than expecting them to just sort of like change your diet, become a new species. Wait, what's wrong with palm oil? Well, palm oil plantations are basically a big cause of deforestation in... For whatever was there before. Yes, exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's not... The, the palm oil itself is not a bad thing. It's just the way it's we being cut it down. We cut down a bunch of trees so that we can actually raise palm oil. Yeah. And then, uh, but I love me some coconut. I'm not getting on my oh, coconut. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, coconut I, I go way back. Coconut. Coconut's very good for you. <laughs> we got to take a break. Yeah. You, you've been listening to, and some of you may have even been watching, this episode of Star Talk, Cosmic Queries Primate Edition with anthropologist Natalia Reagan when we come back. We're back on Star Talk Cosmic Queries Primate Edition. Yes, humans are primates, just in case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. You're animals. Yes. And even if you didn't know we were animals, your mama told you once, at least once <laughs> well, in your life. You're some kind of animal? <laughs> exactly. Well, as a matter animal. of fact, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. well, Isn't that what they say? What the parents, what the teachers say to kids who don't yet know they're going to be professional comedians? They'll say something in class, and the teacher says, what are you, what are you a comedian? comedian? <laughs> I wish I could go back to every single time that happened to me. I, I kid you not, Neil. I, I actually dream of being able to get into a time machine. That's one of the Chuck, places I would the go. first thing, if I invent a time machine, we'll get that squared out. Please. Then we'll solve Please. world world problems. And believe me, it would go just like this. What are you, some kind of comedian? Just wait, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Fast forward. So, Natalia Reagan, so uh, you're here to help us answer questions on oh, primates. Yeah. Yeah. It came through our social media network, so uh, give me more. Okay, here we go. Don Rim from Facebook says this. Judging from the study of Coco the gorilla, do you believe that primates and other animals are capable of higher learning? Good question. It is a good question. Um, so not just co- uh, Coco. There's multiple uh, examples of, of non-human primates. That well, were- Coco was a gorilla. Coco there are also a- some chimpanzee ones, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Washo. Um, yeah, there's been a what lot. What's the name of that one? Washo. Washo, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right? Washo the chimp. And, yeah, so the, yeah, there, as far as cognitive uh, abilities, there's a lot that uh, non-human primates can do. And there's been studies uh, not just uh, having to do sign language and things of that sort, but um, actually being able to understand and, and remember patterns. They found that chimps were actually better at doing some of those pattern uh, memory tests than actual humans were. So there are a a lot of abilities that I think um, non-human primates have in terms of cognition. But we also have to remember that uh, measuring cognition in animals is not just about being able to, you know, uh, do algebra or calculus. It's about, you know, uh, social intelligence and being able to communicate in ways that works for them. Because it's not about adapting and surviving in our world. It's about adapting and surviving in their world. Maybe if they had a need for algebra, they would actually understand and develop an understanding of algebra, but they don't have a need for it. That would be scary. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be. I want no ape doing better on math, my math test than (laughs) I am. They better on their SATs than me. So, so do you know Carl Sagan's famous quote? I think it was in reference to dolphins, but it could easily be applied to chimps. It was uh, We have found some uh, dolphins that have managed to 
uh, make gestures that make it clear that they understand what we're talking about. But we have yet to find any human that can speak dolphin. Right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's, we are so species-centric in so many ways. Wasn't that good? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I try to talk to cats, man, but I don't know if they get me. You know, like I try to understand what they Oh, saying. they get you. They're just ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cat, right? Did you there. see the XKCD comic about that? No. Okay, so... <laughs> I, I gotta laugh first before I even say it. Okay, so the, this guy comes home, right? right? And there's a cat sitting on the edge of the couch. Right. And obviously just came home from, from his day. And the, the caption is, if cats could talk. Okay? So he comes and says, hi, kitty witty. How are you? And the cat looks up and just goes back to what right, he's exactly. doing. Doesn't say it. There you <laughs> if cats can talk. There's never, that's a perfect. That's, that's appropriate. The best, perfect. The best comic if ever. If cats could talk. That's perfect. Yeah, it just looks up and then yeah, just look goes right back, back down. down. There you have no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> that's I 100% fantastic. agree. So it. give me some cosmic queries. All right, here we go. Uh, evolution is at a cellular level. This is from Michelle Tapia. Mm-hmm. DNA writes our shape. Adding it here and there uh, can change you. Okay, thanks so much, uh, Michelle. That's, that was, was the end of it. She was just like, there you go. That's what ev- Is that really what evolution is, though? I'll yeah, ask the question. Is that indeed what evolution is? It is. Uh, change on a cellular level. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 the passing down of different genetic material, and it does it, it starts at a cellular it level, cellular. but it also okay. you know it doesn't necessarily um, manifest itself immediately. You know, the genes are passed down and might actually be seen generations from now that you know had been in your family for for generations, but it's also not goal driven. Wait, wait, but if I'm if I'm born with six fingers, that sixth finger is not just a cell; that's a whole thing yeah. in my body. Exactly. And now I got the sixth finger gene. It's a weird mutation, it's man. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I start making babies with other six fingered mateable partners, we go. We can start a, a new base twelve. Uh, arithmetic system. That's right. And like you'll this. be the most awesome piano players in the world. Oh my gosh. You have stand-up <laughs> yeah. bass. You'd just be yeah, the fastest, fastest be, Yes, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> uh, I play the sitar better than anybody you've ever seen. Uh, Six-fingered man. All right, here we go. Why do apes retain or perpetuate the kindred instinct? No signs of actual hate or feud against each other. And uh, us humans appear to have lost this identity. But is that true no, about I, other apes? I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think ape, apes and, and ape homicide. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Chimps will kill one another. So, but is there ape? Are there ape muggings? Uh, right. Exactly. That's so funny. Give me your banana. Give me that banana. Give me that banana. Give me your banana. <laughs> hey man, I don't want no trouble. I don't want no trouble, man. <laughs> I just want the banana. You just the rest of what's in your wallet. Right. <laughs> your money's no good here. Give me your food. Well, that's the funny thing is, like, for them, currency is food. Like, I actually, sure. I've done a video on this about how, you know, uh, chimps will g- give gifts of fruit in hopes of getting a little extra side nookie just because that's what, that is. That food is, for nookie. Well, it's kind of like buying your sweetheart a necklace or something like that. It's right. an, It's an exchange. Uh. It's an exchange. But anyways, um, back to the question. Um, it's cheaper than diamonds. I was right. going to say. Bingos. <laughs> These guys got it good. These guys got it good, man. I, I wish I could come home. Hey, baby, here's an orange. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Here's an orange. And you know what? Here's a few grapes on me. <laughs> Just to make it even sweeter. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> only life were that simple, right. man. Oh, gosh. Um, but, yeah, uh, as far as altruism and kindness, there is that in the animal world. We see that in, in multiple species, not just in primates, human and non-human. But there is aggression. Um, chimpanzees are known for a lot of, you know, in-group fighting. Mm-hmm. They'll have, you know, alpha male. They, they gang war, too. Yeah, they do. They gang have, war. You know, but the thing is, we we, we don't like to get lost in the blood. Idea, right? Oh, my God. You don't wear blue in this part of the forest. Don't wear red there. I'm, I'm just trying. You know, I'm a fan of the West Side Story, the oh, movie. I just can't. They, they come out, they start dancing. <laughs> Did he? Boy, oh boy, God. crazy <laughs> chimp boy. <laughs> cool boy. Got the oh monkeys and the trees as a chorus. So um, no, but they do, so they, they are do. violent. Yeah, I know. They'll, so they'll have coalitions where they actually, they'll circle uh, their territory. And if they see a chimp from a, a nearby group that, they, that shouldn't be there, mm-hmm. they will attack and they will kill. And sometimes they will do things like eat that particular chimp All right. um, yeah it could be pretty bloody eat but them. this is like yeah this is I will eat your heart and get your yeah. strength that you had I don't know who my favorite um, um, primate is but I'm quickly finding out who my least favorite yeah. is but but also we have to re- remember even though they can be very aggressive so are humans in some ways but we are we are way more cooperative as our chimps than aggressive I think okay um, because on, on balance yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean because you have I mean otherwise it would just everyone they'd all be dead we'd be you know what I mean? all Time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Cooperation right. is a big part of who we are and other primates. Okay. You can go a whole year and not want to kill anyone. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just I don't know if that's possible right now. All right, let's 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 get this one in before some more. our lightning round because mm-hmm. uh, Guy Zachary Aaron Klossner wants to know mm-hmm. this. Uh, can you explain some of the stranger mating dominance rituals <laughs> that various primates do? I'm thinking about silverbacks uh, 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 as well that's as baboons. Yeah. Talk about these, some of these rituals. Well, I mean, top three primate okay. mating rituals. Yeah, way to break well, it down. I mean, top three primate <laughs> rituals, mating rituals. Mating rich. I don't know if there's like so much a ritual, but there's just the way they, the way I go about it. Um, orangutans. One of the things that people don't know is uh, it's males are, are solitary. Females forage usually alone with whatever infant they have. And it can be get a little rough if a female's not interested in a male. Males will do well force copulation, mm-hmm. and oh, so no. that yeah, which is That's I mean terrible. it happens. Ape rape. You know, it, it ape. Yep, it's <laughs> terrible. Or just too. rape. Yes. That would be their combined. Is that what yeah. they? Oh God! Oh, it is. Yeah. It's force copulation. So this happens. It does happen, and it yeah. So so we, to romance. Does that mean the male is stronger than the female? So, yes, and so there's yeah. sexual dimorphism. Sexual dimorphism means that there's a size difference between males and females on average between mm-hmm. you, you know, go in, either in way. A species. Depending on the species. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, black widows. I mean, have you ever seen a male black widow? Probably yeah. not because they're so small. They're yeah, itty-bitty. They're, lame. they're yeah. completely lame. Yeah, they're so, dear. so lame. Oh, my God. So any other, like, oh, very yeah. unusual so, primate uh, rituals? I'm trying to think of actual rich, I mean, like, you know, funny rituals. Um, so now what about the, uh, okay, is is this the baboon? Or whose butt gets inflamed okay. and red? So, yeah, in fact, a, a friend of mine. A baboon butt. Yeah, no, baboons. And my friend is actually right, right now on a, on her way to Zambia to do research, um, uh, Megan Petersdorf. And she actually will be, and she's at uh, New York University, but she will be looking at sexual swellings of baboons. And she's, my friend Todd Disatel, uh, also of NYU, they d- developed a laser system so they can actually measure the size of her swollen laser vulva. metric system yeah to, to to measure the size of of the swollen vulva uh and, and it's a single signal to the opposite sex that they are ready to 
um, get down. That is a scientific term. You can tell your friends and family. Okay. Um, but yeah, chimps have the same uh, sexual swellings. Bonobos as well will get these sexual swellings when they're. Is that, that because time. they're in heat? Yeah. It's, well, they, they don't have heat. The humans were like, not ever. It's not a heat thing. No. Right. Wait. Well, we have ovulate. We have concealed ovulation, which is a whole nother. Ooh. That's a whole yeah. nother show, which of is very course. interesting. And there's different okay. theories of why we have. You can't unless you really know your partner, or you you, you know you can huff it on them. You can smell like oh something's up. You don't really there's know. There's no man who knows when his woman is ovulating. Okay, what anybody? There's not a man okay, alive. What the, what the damn okay, research what the says? Research <laughs> not a man alive who is like, honey, it's. You know, I would say let's make love, but I'm pretty sure you're ovulating. <laughs> no, we do not There's know. There's people that do the whole, you know, the rhythm method and right, they right, know right. this kind of stuff. But it's, I'm intrigued that yeah. among primates, counting us with this group, that they we have, have concealed we have concealed yeah. ovulation and others don't. Right. Yeah. That's in- intriguing not to me. All that is because primates. the other primates do not have child custody cases. <laughs> well, it's interesting in a lot of those those uh, uh, primate species that have the sexual swellings, they do live in large groups. So if, for instance, somebody does give birth and you don't know who, it was it Steve, Jim, Bob, who knows, right. the, the village, or basically they take they're, care of their own cool infant. They're cool with it. They're cool. Like, it's okay. Right. Right. Um, they don't necessarily... It's a village to raise no a paternity. Village, There's no, right. you know, um, uh, Jerry Springer. Right. Unlike uh, us, no, no guy wants to answer the door. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, yeah, I'm here to pick up your wife and kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We gotta go to lightning round. Let's go okay, to go. lightning round. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Mubin Ahmed wants to know this. Can monkeys be lunatics? Yes. Next question. <laughs> monkeys can act a little crazy. Oh yeah, and, and go off the ranch. Yes, they can be. There's are there are those outliers that you know, and there's even freeloading monkeys, monkeys that take too much and don't give back that other monkeys will kind of spurn and, and oh, okay. ostracize. Good. Next one, go. All right, Petros in Zuzulas wants to know this: How can all Homo sapiens be nearly genetically identical to each other when not all Homo sapiens interbreeded with Neanderthal? Uh, well, Ooh, yeah. just to put it clear, as, as I as I remember it, there are uh, Europe especially, but there are branches of the human species yes. that have more Neanderthal than others. Yes. So if you only have Af- if you're only of African descent and you have, have no no Neanderthal, no Neanderthal. But they they also have a new. Uh, uh, there's Denisovans, which are a group that lived in uh, Asia that are uh, that basically are found in uh, populations in Asia and. Um, uh, Melanesia, and then there's also a new unknown uh, DNA that they don't know, they don't have fossil evidence for, that also admixed with uh, humans, but they're found in like Australia. And, and yeah, so, hmm? what does it mean for us to be close to one another, but okay. some have Neanderthal and others don't? Don't. What um, it, well, basically, it means there's a founder population in Africa. There's more genetic diver- diversity between those with living within or that are from Africa, mm-hmm. and then those uh, that have spread out. So okay, so we are different on the level that. These differences manifest, yes. uh, but we can all still interbreed. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, so it's a small difference. It was a very small sample of, of humans that had mixed with Neanderthals. It was not a lot. It was not okay. like it wasn't happening every. You know, as Todd, my um, I had a Neanderthal show this weekend. Uh, he, he brought up the fact that it, they think it was you know only several thousand or maybe several hundreds, not like thousands of thousands uh, of uh, instances of okay. admixture. Okay. So it's not a ton of DNA that got into our system so for some people you get to say stop being a neanderthal because right. they, they got actually some of that in them right but, right. They're, but, they, but neanderthals weren't all that bad 
Well, we have a Indiana sympathizer. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they weren't if like... You love you so much, why don't you marry one? <laughs> hey, I might. <laughs> we got to bring that to a halt here. Uh, Natalia, Reagan, thank you for being on Star Talk. And Chuck, hey. uh, always good to have you. Always good to be here, And man. when you're not with me, you're with, you're, you're, you're with Gary O'Reilly. Okay? Well, well, it's not really Ooh. like that. It's not like that. You're, you're, you're playing with We're science with friends, Gary O'Reilly. Just, <laughs> just call me sometimes. Time, okay? <laughs> You're listening to Star Talk Radio. Stay tuned. More up next. Hi, and welcome back to Star Talk All Stars. I'm your host, Natalia Reagan, and here experiencing a, a, an extension. Yep. And joining me now is co-host Chuck Nice, my hilarious comedian friend. Yes, yes. I'm actually still Patrick Melton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> no one knows. Change. No Patrick. one knows it. I don't know what it is, but something's a little different. Well, what it is is my credit rating went down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about what makes us human, and we, we've been talking about that, but we're going to talk about uh, something a little bit different now. We're going to talk about cloning, cloning primates, because pe- with the whole cloning going on in the news, uh, there's been talk about human cloning, but let's talk about actual primate cloning. Uh, we have a biological anthropologist, Dr. Ryan Rom from Lehman College here to weigh in on the subject, and most recently, there's been some cloning done in China of macaques. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. Um, so, published just this year, looking at crab-eating macaques. Uh, why they're eating those crabs, who knows? Um, right? Why we need more of them, who knows? <laughs> um, but they've successfully cloned you know, two live, viable crab-eating macaques. Um, it's not efficient. You know, They had 40 embryos, 20 pregnancies, two live births. Oh, my goodness. Um, but... You know, it's a step towards, and only a step two. towards human cloning. I got to tell you something; those are uh, those are pretty much house casino odds, right? <laughs> I, yeah, no, I don't, I don't like those odds. Um, yeah, so so only two survived uh, right. of all this whole process. But so. mind you, that's much better, right? So Dolly was two seventy five to one. Oh wow! Here we're here, here, here we're like forty to two, and that so. was twenty. That was nineteen ninety seven. You know, it's called progress. I'm I, gonna say. Yeah. I find it funny that of of all things that Scotland cloned, they cloned the one thing that they have in excess of cheap i don't i never understood that i never i never quite understand that dolly was she was special dolly was no i can we all just have a moment of silence for for dolly anyways (laughs) (laughs) moving on but cloning of primates it's controversial because obviously you know we're much more related to them and close to home right yeah right it's a little little funky little like you know so So wait let me ask you as a Mm -hmm. primatologist uh natalia how close are macaques to uh, Homo sapiens. Oh, I mean, our closest genetic relatives are chimpanzees and bonobos. We share about ninety eight percent, ninety eight point seven percent of DNA. I don't know is what what is macaques. I don't know the exact percentage amount, it's still but still pretty high. There's right? like yeah, the di- we diverged far back right. beyond. You know, we, we we the common ancestor we have with chimpanzees about six seven million years ago. Right. Macaques. I, 25, 25 yeah, like, yeah, because New World monkeys about 20, yeah, so. 25, 30-ish. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so not we're not super, super close, but at the same time, they are primates, and that is a little, mm. that's close to home. Close to home. Hitting close to home. But w- Did we learn anything, um, Ryan, from when we 
clone a primate? Do we learn anything about cloning us? And is that the purpose of cloning the primate to get closer to cloning us? I mean, I think the well, some of the main purposes there are, you know, macaques are a big biomedical research animal. Ah. And that if you can introduce some genetic changes in a macaque that predisposes it to heart disease or diabetes or something, then you could perpetuate that. Right. Then you can that, cure it. That group. Or so, you, or you I'm going to clone you so you, that you get heart disease right away. No, it's. And then I'm going to yeah. cure you of your heart disease. Yeah. This sounds very cruel. We do do that all the time. I mean, that's like super common with mice, right? There are all these lines of mice that are, they're not cloned, but they're so like, they just inbreed them incredibly until they're genetically homogenous. Right. And then like make a change and they just, you know, all get cancer. Right. We give them cancer. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is that, you know, yes, there's a lot of things, you know, we've cured cancer in mice like a hundred times. But mice are really distant from humans, so you try and take the thing that you've cured cancer in mice, you take it to humans, it doesn't work. Right. I mean, there's even arguments in in, in terms of animal welfare and, and um, medical research that because even chimpanzees are, are, are distant enough where some of the same things don't affect us the same way. I mean, they get certain Ill- illnesses that we don't. I mean, there is zoonosis, which is the transmission of you know disease from one species to another, but sometimes it doesn't always work that way. And macaques are even further removed from humans. So it, it is. it seems like a lot of work uh, and, and a lot of pain and suffering that we're inflicting on yeah. individuals that I, I personally don't feel comfortable I mean, with it. Putting that to the side, I mean, the motivation for the a lot of the macaque stuff is biomedical and yeah. because, okay, yes, they're distant, but nobody's particularly comfortable with doing this stuff to chimpanzees. Right. No, and I... Um, and absolutely. mice are super distant. Right. So, so macaques, macaques happen to be the happy medium. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, sir. Kind of sucks to be a macaque right now. <laughs> Interesting thing about macaques is they're the uh, second most widely distributed primate in the world. So they're, and that's another thing. You would think like we don't eat any more macaques. They're everywhere. But that's the thing is they they are like humans in the fact that they are they are generalists. They can kind of almost thrive in any environment. They're the ones that you see. Remember in the hot tubs? Right. We talked about the yes. Japanese snow yes, macaques. Exactly. You love those guys. I do. You've got the temple monkeys. You've got, you know, I mean, macaques. You've got the Barbary macaques on Gibraltar. So there's macaques all over the world. They can, and they're the kind of animal that will eat. At, they're like uh, humans, like right. little trash. They just eat anything. So they are similar to us in that in that regard. You know, they're not like a, a, a specialist where they only eat leaves or right. fruit or insects. Exactly. And as as far as like cloning in terms of human cloning, like. Different mammals have slightly different sort of reproductive, you know, their eggs develop at different rates and there's different sort of sort of slightly different processes there that affect the technical details of cloning. Okay. So, um, you know, the, the way that you would clone a mouse or a sheep is technically a little bit different than the way you would clone a primate. Okay. And probably the process for the macaque would be closer to if you were going to try and clone a human, mm-hmm. you'd probably actually be learning something from cloning the macaque. Speaking of which, I want to I want to jump into a little something a little more controversial. Uh bringing back Neanderthals because we actually do have shared DNA. Well, shared we have DNA DNA's. signatures within us yeah. from Neanderthal. If you exactly. yeah, I mean there's many that have, you know, anywhere, you know, minuscule amounts, I think about 4%, you know. So uh and and we have the ancient DNA, viable ancient DNA. That's why we've been able to sequence the genome of Neanderthals. But just there's there is talk about wanting to bring them back, but there's a lot of ethical, of course, 
um, dilemmas with right. bringing Neanderthal back. Well, there uh, we have a problem with chimpanzees, <laughs> but you want to bring back a Neanderthal, yeah. which, by the way, we used to kind of. We used you know, to down I mean, there's get funky. There's scientific evidence that you know Guys, Neanderthals. We you know. There you. I'm saying. I feel like I should. You know, I need to to clone my husband. I need to like. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to make myself a Neanderthal and just you know, Oog and I are going to settle down. We're going to have some nice hybrids, and it's going to be fantastic. And you you can laugh while you want, but we're doing it. I'm doing it. No, but there are there are some real ethical dilemmas about just you know because again, is it is why are we doing it? Is it so we can have like a freak show? Are they where are they going to live? Are they going to be considered humans? Are they are we going to give them rights because they are? First of all, are Neanderthals humans? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, you know, by the creature, you know, by the criteria, yes, they are, which is one of the which is one of the major criteria that people use for. You know, the limiting of species. Species, species, yeah. yeah. We're considered... So, I mean, there's... They're definitely on that sort of line where you argue about it. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. I mean, mean, we've done Star Talk episodes about this, about just, you know, whether Neanderthals were these sort of brutish, oafish, kind of, you know, just sort of cavemen that had no uh, artistic value or didn't communicate or couldn't. Worst looking versions of Robert Pattinson. With man buns. I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the, the recreations. They all have man. (laughs) Right. That's yeah. And they also, you know, they didn't have the mental eminence. They don't have a chin. This is unique to humans. So it'd be a bunch of, of, of chinless dudes and ladies, which I could get used to. Listen, I know a couple people without a chin, so... I do too. Absolutely. And that's okay. What would we learn if we were able to bring back a Neanderthal? That's I mean, amazing. what would be the big takeaway? I mean, there's lots, of, there's lots of arguments about, say, Neanderthals, do they have language? Right. You know, are they capable of language? Okay. Um, I'm not sure... Which, by the way... I, I'm not sure the, the other sort of moral complexities of cloning Neanderthals... Would well, have, so, but if you could actually do it, you could kind of solve that problem. Well, if they were not capable of language, I could understand why the human man yeah. wanted to make out with a Neanderthal <laughs> woman. That's hey, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. She doesn't say much, but she's pretty cute. Yeah, listen, she's chin, but whatevs. These are jokes, Natalia. That I don't really mean it. I know. And my wife, if you're although, <laughs> although there is suggestions that it went the other way. Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Because if it was human males and Neanderthal females. There seems like there should be a reasonable chance of Neanderthal mitochondrial DNA. That's right. Humans, because there's that part of your genome or part of your DNA that comes from the maternal that's line. That's right. That's a mitochondrial. Yeah. We don't have any. We don't have that. This is why I want to clone my husband. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so it's <laughs> possibly, I mean, doesn't necessarily have to be exclusively that, but you know, kind of suggests that at least it was even, if not biased the other way. Right. Okay. Well, and, the, and the interesting thing is, like, obviously, not, the behavior is going to be different because, uh, you know, they're going to be living in the 21st century, you know. I mean, they could be playing on their iPhone and, mm-hmm. and adapting to our way of being. We, we, because, you know, soft tissue doesn't preserve, we don't know exactly how uh, advanced they were, sophisticated they, are, right. they were. We might find out they, you know, they might be the next Mozart or Francis Ford Coppola or, you know, just doing their thing. I don't, I mean, who knows? So right. I don't. I'm not advocating for it, but it would be interesting. All right. How about this then, uh, Ryan? Is there enough 
since we do have uh, DNA signatures within us that are Neanderthal, is there enough DNA within us to selectively breed out so that we can just have a Neanderthal? Um, yes. I mean, like, so populations outside Africa have about 2%, but it's actually not distributed randomly across the genome, right? There are parts of your genome where there's just no Neanderthal in anybody. Oh. Because, you know, for whatever reason, it seems like the gene variants or whatnot that Neanderthals had there just don't work very well gotcha. in human populations. And there are parts of the genome where basically the variants that everybody has are, or many people have are the Neanderthal variant. Ah. So if you go across the genome, it's okay. None, none, a little bit, a little bit, none, <laughs> a bunch, a little bit, a little bit, none. Gotcha. And so it's not just evenly, it's not across. evenly across. So within modern humans, there's parts of the Neanderthal that we have, and the, but there's big chunks that just don't exist in modern humans. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for being here, Dr. Ryan Rom, talking about cloning and Neanderthals and extinct things. Bring them back. <laughs> thank you so much. This has been Star Talk All Stars Extension with Chuck Nice. Yes, better known as Patrick Milton. <laughs> well, with a lower credit. <laughs> You said it now. I did. Thank you. And uh, stay curious and keep looking up and don't clone yourself.